Mood.tv If you could be bisexual, would you be? If? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's how I feel. Well, welcome to my party. I'm not with you guys on the if, but I'm definitely with, a, of course. I mean, yeah, why would I not want to be attracted to everything? Yeah, Doesn't that seem amazing? Yeah, sure. Well, you guys both say you're in, so is it amazing? And I, no, I lied. I can't, I'm not in. Be, I, I'm not, I, don't, I have not found myself traditionally or uh, really ever attracted to men in that way, but I wish I was. Do you also just find dicks really attractive? Dicks? Yeah. No, I do not. Oh, well, there you go. Sadly, that's what I'm saying. I wish I did. It's the rest of it I don't like. This, let me ask you a question on the podcast, everybody. We are here for another rousing week, and we've got uh, a full contingent and, and, and some. So we've got guest Nick in the house again. Full contingent. They got the Gregor Man. Oh, hey, everybody. EJ5000. I'm also here, and to preface, Nick, the, the three of us, Anthony, Gregaman, and I... Uh, we've been friends for 30 plus years, and Nicholas. No! You really Nicholas do want to is... slam this down everybody's throat. You love this. I really think if you're a new listener, like, why would you listen to us? We're all, like, mediocrely famous. Greg Amann worked for Viacom. Viacom CBS. Anthony is on Broadway. Let the content speak for itself. That never works. Everybody knows that you gotta be a. a Flash in the pan and a zippo to the balls. Well, we're all that. We're all that. So we're fine. We're good. Where did where did that come from, by the way? Like, where did your your desire to slam that down people's throats come from? Yeah, Just where curious. did it come from? To be honest, I talk to a lot of people who have like quote unquote best friends, and are like, "Oh, they're my best friend. I've known them for about a year and and three quarters of a month." And you're like, "Oh, that's cool. I appreciate that." But like, I think if if you guys really think about this, we're very lucky that we're great friends for this long it's it's rare it's true yeah. and as we get older it'll get more time and i i'm i'm grateful for it so you're just trying to put a time stamp on it well luckily we have this <laughs> podcast that tethers me to you whether i like you or not yeah and after this it's done so i mean it's it's bittersweet anyways so we are here together and keeping with the theme of 2020 we uh are having a question from somebody who is not me. So, who's taking the reins tonight? Producer EJ, that is I. I'm gonna rhyme, I don't know why. Okay, so, <laughs> the question for today, for the four of you. <laughs> I wish I were by! <laughs> <laughs> which I'm gonna preface, which this is very rare, listeners. I did give the guys a little heads up, not long, but a little bit of heads up, which we'd never, ever have done. But, I wanna know what song throughout your life that you consider now either a guilty pleasure or and or a bad song has made an impact on you or as you have a story that's related to your life. Um, this song, again, you can think it's bad now. You could have known it was bad at the time. It's completely subjective. This goes definitely upon your taste. Um, but what bad songs had a positive influence on you and or a story on you? I have four. I have two different kinds i have two that are just i know are terrible songs um that have good good memories tied to them and then i have two that i i don't really know how anybody will feel about them but for some reason they they jumped out i feel like there's like a gajillion of these i just you know when when someone asks you a question you kind of freeze up and you got to really think and you just say the first ones that come to your head so 
I'll jump in here real quick. The two really bad ones that have good memories. Uh, one of them is a shitty boy band of the more recent years. <laughs> the Wanted. And the song is Glad You Came. I'm glad you came. Uh, and that's just because I have good me- That was uh, they, they performed when I was working on the, I believe it was 2012 MTVU Spring Break in Vegas. And it just became like a big running joke after we were done in Vegas and we were in the edit that like we just kept playing the song. And then there's this one girl who jumps on stage and we called her Froggy. Cause she does this weird hump thing and she's not super attractive by any means. And it was just, it was just just like a real, it was just a long running joke throughout the entire like job. And and then now, you know, I still get together with a lot of those people uh, from time to time. And that song will just come sometimes randomly pop up. (laughs) Has anybody heard of that band? No idea who that is. Yeah. They're like a shitty British boy band. Yes. Like Backstreet Boys. Like Backstreet Boys. But like, I think they were older when they started. So it was even funnier. <laughs> like, like in their fifties? No, like I mean, make maybe like late twenties, early thirties. Maybe there was one who was young. Wouldn't you love to see a fifty-year-old boy band like just starting? They were not good, but they were British, so you know everybody was like, "Oh my god, they have accents! It's so hot." Nope, nope. I mean, not you guys, unless you were. <laughs> um, second song, the format, first single. Yeah, it's really it's a really bad song. We saw them, I saw them with a, a another group of friends when I was in high school. They were just a super bad band, and we all hated. Like we left there, we were like that band was so bad. Where did you see them and why? Uh, Starland Ballroom, and I think we were seeing like the starting line or something. So you took like a special trip to see another band, and they were opening to see like uh, a pop punk band that we liked, and they opened, and they were super bad, super annoying. And then this song just kind of became like a shitty summer anthem where like you'd roll up to your friend's houses and be playing this terrible, terrible song. Uh, they had like tambourines and stuff. Like it was, it was just not good. <laughs> What's wrong with this tambourine? Uh, in, in that, in that world at that time, it just, it just didn't work, but apparently it did work cause it got stuck in our heads and we, we listened to it for a long time. And I'll just give you one more, which fits, I think a little bit more into what EJ was saying. You have so many. This is nuts. That's three. I know. I said I had four. I'm only going to give you three. Uh, let him go. I'm the host. He's doing good. Right, we we got to let other people talk here. You listen. You don't need to speak. You're just a guest on the show. All right, Anthony? Well, fuck um, you, too. <laughs> <laughs> the last one is AFI Total Immortal. A lot of people will definitely not like that. I still probably enjoy that song, especially. Um, but I, I was—I think it was the best song I ever learned how to play on the bass, like myself. Like I played it well, which is why I think I really liked it. Because I didn't, as you guys know, as especially Nick and Eric know, I played the bass for a couple of our songs in our band growing up, but I was never that good at it. Which maybe during the break I'll play another one of the Straight and Upright songs, yeah. which Greg, a man, Nicholas, and I were in. Anthony was in for a short moment, but he decided that. Uh, <laughs> the pussy from a previous episode was more important. Go back yeah. and listen to 164. Nah. It was like a whole, always been the way. It's fine. Always been the way. Don't blame you. Um, but anyway. So that those are my three songs. So host Anthony, you got any songs that are terrible? I, I do. I, let me tell you. Here we go. This is the thing. 
When, you remember the Trollala song? <laughs> I don't know where I heard it first, but I when I heard it, I I listened to it hundreds of times. Yeah. And and in a row. Oh sure. And I don't That's, know I don't know why. There's no uh, good reason. I don't think it's good music. I don't think it's particularly interesting, but lo and behold, there I was <laughs> listening to it literally hundreds of times. As I understand it, it is actually pretty interesting because my, my understanding, and maybe this is urban myth or uh, apocryphal, as I've often heard uh, each say. I love that word. <laughs> uh, he, he does. Uh, is that the uh, reason why it's sung that way is that uh, the... Russian government uh, or Soviet government at the time uh, refused to allow him to actually sing the lyrics of the song. Oh, really? As they were too controversial. So he was like, well, shit, I'm, I'm booked for this live television appearance. I, uh, tra- la, 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 la. I just kind of went with really? it. Really? No That's way. My, that is my understanding. Huh. I love Whoa. it. And the, and the original lyrics were like, uh, Capitalism is better. Yeah, yeah. Who who knows? Who knows? It, it's it's one of those things that when you're under a strict totalitarian regime, it doesn't necessarily matter if uh, the lyrical intent is to overthrow the government. It's really if they perceive that there's any potential undermining uh, issues. You may raise. Sure, they got to be safe, you know. You got to be safe. You got to protect the union. Protect the union. Okay, but Anthony, so when did you listen to this? And you played it a million times, but who did you play it a million times to and why? I would say the year would Cincinnati be... Cincinnati days, right? No. It, no. Uh, not when I listened to it most. I would say I listened to it most in 2000. I'm going to go with 14. 2014. 14. I, yeah. So well after That's college late. for you. Well after college. You're in New York City at this point or not quite? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was full on in New York saying, yeah, City. Yeah, definitely would be. And here. I just, I listened to it just nonstop and I thought it was just so funny and I showed nobody. Just, I listened to it alone. I mean, I'm, well, I, I'm listening to it right now and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Wait, so you're in your room alone and you just like, you just found this song and you love it. Yeah. But I also have a weird history. I will say that when I find something that for some reason speaks to me, I will listen to it hundreds of times, unadulterated, like on repeat. Oh, we've talked well, that about makes, that. Uh, yeah, you cr- you kill it makes songs, sense, crush them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't help it. Knowing what you do and who you are, I, I can't. It, it, you listening to music any other way wouldn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. It's if it's 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 just all or nothing. It's always all or nothing with me, and that's very much my music taste. So if I'm listening to something, I'm listening to it like over and over again, usually. Or I'm listening to it once, but it's nothing in between. <laughs> now with you, Anthony, I don't mean to. <laughs> what, what, what are you trying to say to me here? You're you're a fun guy. Um... <laughs> what, oh man, this is gonna be bad. <laughs> nothing good comes out of that. I'm taking my time with this. It's not bad. You happen to have a, a, an affinity 
for songs that most people would call joke songs. Yes, absolutely. I love novelty songs. I really do. So are there any other novelty songs that you might find subjectively okay, but other people would find terrible that you would play a lot for people and why? Maybe. I mean, I I would say there's a big part of my listening criterion that is kind of guided by being novelty songs, but I find those songs to actually be the best songs. Like I would not, I would not say they're bad songs. I would say they are maybe of the best songs of all time, but they are novelty songs. And I would say the, 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 the biggest percentage of things that I listen to that are, that would make that cut are by a a pair of songwriters called Flanders and Swan. Hmm. And they were 1950s cabaret kind of style singers, but they just wrote a slew of fantastic, funny songs. And I think they're absolutely amazing. Like what? Well, I would say Miss Alliance is one of my favorites. Said the anti-clockwise bind we to the clockwise honeysuckle. We'd better start saving many a mickle, max a muckle. Then run away for a honeymoon and hope that our luck will take a turn for the better. Said the vine weed to the honeysuckle. The, the hippopotamus is very famous. That's probably their most famous song is the hippopotamus. A bold hippopotamus was standing one day on the banks of the cool Shalimar. He gazed at the bottom as it peacefully lay by the light of the evening star. Away on the hilltop sat combing her hair, his fair hippopotamine maid. The hippopotamus was no ignoramus and sang her this sweet serenade. But they they wrote a whole. They wrote a whole song, song book of. Uh, it's called the Bestiary of Flanders and Swan, and it's all songs about animals. And the hippopotamus is by far the most famous. Well, when did you come to these these songs, and then when and when did you play them for other people? And do you have any stories based upon that? Oh, I mean, I've shown them to countless people now. No, no good stories. <laughs> I just love them. I feel like nobody else loves them like I love them. Like I, it's really something that I feel guarded about because not guarded but i just i don't meet people that love them like that and i really love them well before we go to break before we get to nicholas and both i i would also like to say that like you might not find these songs to be subjectively bad anthony but i know that greg a man nick and i have heard you play countless songs that would be in the same group as the ones you just just described that are hilarious and or would not be on the top of the pops. I was thinking of Little Tim. Tiny Tim, and I was thinking even though I love the band, a couple of Ween songs. Oh, Ween's Waving My Dick in the Wind, and also a band. But that's a great uh, song. Great song. Guilty pleasure, sort of, but not really. I don't think it's a guilty pleasure. But subjectively, a song that that many people would think was different. Uh, And also... Fuck them. I Be Stroking by Clarence Carter. <laughs> also not a bad song. What? Everybody I, likes The Nutty Professor. What? I completely agree. Clarence Carter is, is a gift. But Clarence I do Carter, appreciate, Carter, Anthony, Carter. that you have a, a different taste in music um, than most people. And it, it comes from a place of knowledge. It doesn't come from a place of ignorance. But it also happens to be from a place of fun. And so subjectively, I appreciate that you put the songs out to us that you did. And uh, I think on this break, we're going to play a song from a, a subjectively and objectively bad band, Straighten Upright, which is a band that 
Greg, Nick, and I uh, are on uh, in and on with uh, along with Jesse, which I probably he probably doesn't listen to this. And this is our band, and uh, we'll see you after the break. <laughs> back i guess this is on me because i'm the host wow whoa hello Hi. hey how's it going yeah well yeah it's your question it's your question so uh we have nicholas yeah tell us about some terrible songs that you liked and or guilty pleasure songs that you like that are important to you and or were so i mean as an adult i don't really think of songs as guilty pleasures anymore but beautiful i like that uh that being said the song that immediately popped into my mind, I really haven't thought of any others because um, this just sticks with me. And it was a little embarrassing that I liked it as much as I did as a child uh, is When the Lion Sleeps Tonight by The Tokens. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. In the Yeah. There's nothing guilty there. Uh, it's also also f- uh, colloquially known, I, th- I believe, as the Awima Wep song. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I went apeshit for that when I was a little kid. My mom listened to classic, like, classic rock station, and I'm old enough to the, the point where classic rock meant uh, 1956 to 1962. Well, you yeah. Know? I mean, well... There used to be the golden oldie stations. Right, exactly. And but so, those don't exist anymore. Classic rock is just a, yeah. its own thing now. 70s, and it's much 80s, later. Yeah. And, yeah. And, now, and now NPR plays that stuff when someone dies. And that's <laughs> when you get to hear that stuff on the radio. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I loved that song. And uh, Jim Henson did like a weird short film like a bunch of short films together kind of weird movie and there they, he did like a, a music video for that song hmm. fantastic obviously it was later and it was you know they were they were all older but it was strange stuff but later yeah as far as jim henson but whenever you were what age oh well i mean i think he died when i was like nine so i would have i would have been young yeah very young but either way did you ever watch his funeral service uh, I haven't, but I read excerpts and I cried. It's fantastic. It's all wonderful stuff. But yeah, that that's the one that that comes to mind, and it was just embarrassing because I don't know. It seemed like kind of a lame song, but you guys are making me feel good about it. It's not lame. It's it, the whole thing. I think the whole thing about this question is that the, like like it's it's really thinking about what does lame mean and that's it's just bullshit i mean wait till you guys hear the wanted it's really bad uh. <laughs> <laughs> it might be bad but 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 the, the whole thing is that these songs are not defined by the content but defined by the moment that defined the content the context yeah the context absolutely that's the thing it's true and i think that's a really important thing to think about you know, any any song can be a good song if it defined part of your life in a good, positive way. Fair enough. 
So, EJ, which song defines you in a good way? Okay, well, so I have two songs that came up whenever I was thinking about this question. One of them is from a band called Starship. I believe might have been Jefferson Airplane and then Jefferson Starship and then Starship, although I could be wrong about that. Yeah, yeah, something weird like that. Yeah. Uh, it was a song called Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, storms are in your eyes. Sarah, Sarah, um, but it was a song... That was very cheesy and very almost late 80s, but it was 90s. And it reminds me of riding up on the ski lift when I was still a skier, joining Ski Club. And I had a crush, oh. I had a crush on a girl named Sarah at the time. To put her right on blast. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that we probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't All right, put her on Sleep it. It's way more fun. Oh, it's so funny. It's funny. I remember the name, but not what she looks like at all. No, but for whatever reason, I remember riding up the chairlift with either, I think it was... I probably Greg a couple times, but I remember one time with Nicholas, with my friend Nicholas, we were both riding up this chairlift, and we heard this song. <laughs> we both had crushes on her at the time, Ooh. and we heard the song because at the time, at Shawnee Ski Mountain there in Shawnee, Pennsylvania, they played over the loudspeakers on the chairlift so you can hear music, and that song just like really resonated with me, and I remember like skiing down to the clock tower and hearing that song because the clock tower is where we would check to see when we were supposed to walk over the bridge to meet the school bus or whatever. And that song really resonated with me because it was like a good song and I had a crush and so that's not a good song. It's not a great song. I mean, it's a cheesy, bad, good song from that time. So that's that's one of my songs. And the other song is is uh, a little less interesting, I think. Like my uh, people who have listened to the show for a long time. My son Milo is thirteen. He's been on this song a couple times. And when he was a little guy, though, he'd had a lot of a lot of anxiety. And uh, in order to keep him in a good mode, I would teach him that that music can be magic. And I don't mean like a magic trick, but like chaos magic and or whatever. You know, if you if you believe it, it's true. Um, but the song that was magic for for him at that time was Pharrell Williams. Happy. Oh, he loved it. That's funny. I can't picture him loving that now. Yeah, right. Uh, absolutely. I think that's a guilty pleasure for both of us now. And like, that's why I think this this song is definitely the uh, the whore crux and or crux of the matter. Because it's like, if you can listen to that song and you can't, and your attitude doesn't change some way, whether it be like. I'm now happy or I hate things because it's that kind of song. You know what's funny? I have a weird vendetta with that song because... Of course you do. Sure. <laughs> I do. I, I, it's not that it's a bad song, but it's funny because it was defined by... Another another interesting question to talk about maybe in the future of Lemayak would be songs or albums that really kind of defined a year of your life. Like a whole year yeah, was absolutely. defined by this song. That's a good place to end. And if you... <laughs> okay. Happen to have a song that you now feel guilty about, even though it's a good song, or a song that you really were attracted to at one point in your life that you think is important, even though you're not super proud of it? Please call in to 929-352-6173. Let me ask you a question. Podcast at gmail.com or <laughs> Twitter, Instant or Moot.tv. And you can go give us money at Coffee Account. Give us money at the Coffee Account. Listen to other podcast. Do all that stuff. Buy our swag. And you should go home now and goodbye. Good night. Check out Moot.tv. It's a website. There's a shop on there. You can buy all the stuff. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Nick. 
Tip your mail carrier. And listen to all music unobjectively. Much love. Let me ask you a question. Mood.tv. But, 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 but